boy, don't you wish they had offered this class in high school? How to pass a lie detector test when it matters most? Oh, you probably didn't go to my high school. <laughs> Talk about tough. Even the marching band couldn't pass through the metal detectors. You know, even if you're convinced you'll never be in a position where you'll need to take a lie detector test, you can't be sure what the future holds now, can you? This type of testing is often used by big corporations when considering applicants for a certain job or doing internal investigations on staff. The police, military, private investigators, security agencies, and intelligence services also use the polygraph to get truthful answers out of people. So, just in case you ever find yourself in the hot seat, don't you think it would be a good idea to be prepared? Oh yeah, it's absolutely possible to study for these things. So, how does a polygraph work? Well, the first lie detector was invented in 1906 by a cardiologist named Sir James Mackenzie. After a few years of fine-tuning, the technology he created was developed enough to introduce to the world the polygraph machine that we know to this day. In 1992, the lie detector was computerized, which greatly contributed to its effectiveness and accuracy. Of course, a polygraph can't really detect the lie itself. It only captures physiological changes that occur in the body when a person is lying. These changes can include a fast pulse, sweating, unusual breathing, and high blood pressure. Modern lie detectors can recognize up to 50 different types of reactions, down to the expansion of the tiny capillaries throughout your body. Still, most companies use results based on a standard set of reactions. Experts say that interpreting the results is more of an art rather than a science. And that's because the results heavily depend on the qualifications and experience of a polygraph examiner. Their task is to select the right questions to match each personality, to take into account the differences in people's physiology, and to be able to interpret them correctly. If a truly qualified professional is examining you during a lie detector test, the accuracy reaches up to 98%. As for the test itself, it's nothing like what you see on the big screen. You know, the criminal is all wired up while the detective screams at him and dramatically pounds his fists on the table in a passionate desire for truth and justice. Ooh. Now, the reality is that testing somebody with the help of a lie detector takes long hours, and it's done in a very calm environment. The questions are specific, precise, and really well-structured. Anyway, let's say there are certain things you wouldn't like to share with your potential employer. In this case, despite the precision of modern polygraph machines, you can prepare yourself for the test in advance. So, here are six ways to prepare for a polygraph test. Number 1. Be physically ready. Get ready 24 hours before the test so that your body is in tip-top shape. Get a good night's sleep. Make it at least 8 hours. Don't skip any meals before the test. You don't want to be hungry during it. Don't overstuff yourself full of food right before it either. Take your usual medicines. Wear comfortable clothing. Now, as you can see, comfort is key. Stick to your usual regimen so that your body doesn't feel any unusual changes. This will help keep your heartbeat from going awry. Do you usually jog in the morning? Don't skip it. 
Can't go without your morning coffee? Well, don't go without it today either. Number 2. Let yourself feel nervous. Most of the time when people are lying, their heart literally races. They start to pant, their blood pressure skyrockets, and they sweat profusely. But these physiological reactions are also typical for situations when you feel anxious. Feeling nervous before or during a lie detector test is absolutely normal. Plus, it can even help you pass the test. The results of people who feel anxious while answering each question turn out to be the most accurate according to statistics. If you feel that your results might be interpreted incorrectly because of your nervousness, then the following method might help. To check your basic physiological reactions, you'll be asked some controlled questions. It's pretty easy to distinguish them from the relevant questions because they're usually more general in nature. Be especially attentive at this stage. If you make yourself nervous while answering the controlled questions, then later on the polygraph will interpret your answers to the relevant questions as truthful, especially if you try to keep calm when answering them. An example of a controlled question is, have you ever stolen anything? As for a relevant question, did you ever steal anything at your previous place of employment? So, how exactly can you make yourself feel anxious on a dime? Well, try thinking about something unpleasant or scary. Or you can always bring to mind the most embarrassing day of your life. If that doesn't get your heart racing, then you must have nerves of steel. Number 3. Try not to lie about details. If you've got nothing to hide or be embarrassed about, try to answer all of the questions honestly. The more truthful things you say, the more precise the results will be. People tend to lie about small stuff because they don't take the details very seriously. Examinees are too worried about being asked trap questions while taking the test since they're convinced that that's what they should actually be careful about. But experts say that all the questions are really simple, and there shouldn't be any unexpected moments, at least according to polygraph testing ethics. Not many people know this, since it's always somehow omitted in Hollywood movies. But you're actually allowed to get familiar with the questions before the test, so that you don't feel nervous during it. So before the test itself, you'll have a pre-test interview. At this stage, experts will explain to you the mechanics of the process, and you'll be able to get acquainted with the questions. Man, if only teachers would let you do that in school, huh? <laughs> Number 4. Don't rush it. Each question can be asked anywhere from 3 to 6 times during the test. That's why there's no need to hurry when giving your answers. The feeling of haste itself can distort the results. Listen to each question till the end, try to understand it, and take your time with the answer. By taking a moment to pause before replying, you give yourself an opportunity to determine what kind of question you've been asked. Insignificant? Like, what's your name? Controlled? Have you ever lied to get benefits, for instance? Or relevant? Such as, have you ever falsified documents at your previous job? Besides that, keep your answers short and simple. Yes and no answers are the most relevant for the majority of test questions anyway. You'll most likely feel the desire to elaborate on your answers. Please resist this temptation. Don't go into detail however hard the examiner tries to make you slip. Don't joke or be over-friendly, and don't give away more information than strictly necessary. 
Some polygraph examiners like to use dirty tricks to make you admit that you're lying. For example, they might convince you that they can see that you're lying. Don't fall for it. There's nothing worse than a confession, so don't budge. Number 5. Imagine something pleasant. This is a pretty successful method, but only for those lucky few who can really control themselves. Surprisingly enough, it turns out that being nervous and causing negative reactions is easier than thinking about something positive. While considering a question and realizing that you're going to have to lie, go to your happy place so that you feel more relaxed during the test. Create some kind of careless world in your imagination to help you keep calm. That way, your body will react perfectly. Number 6. Don't use any physical tricks. As a rule, getting negative body reactions while taking the test can be achieved. The internet is full of all kinds of recommendations. Put a tack in your shoe and step on it every time you need to get the right reaction. Bite your tongue or tense up your muscles. You've probably heard of these tips before, but how useful are they really? Well, we hate to break it to you, but these tricks don't baffle experienced experts at all. On the contrary, manipulative schemes like these are super noticeable. In fact, examiners often ask people to take their shoes off since they're all too familiar with these popular ploys. Not to mention, a polygraph is capable of distinguishing a deceptive reaction to physical pain. If you get caught red-handed, the test will probably be rescheduled. Or your final results might be evaluated more strictly, taking into consideration all of the tricks that you tried to pull. So basically, it's not worth it. After the polygraph test Now, after you've taken the test, a post-test interview will await you. A reviewer will come to the room to discuss your results. They might ask you some questions about the responses they deemed inconclusive or suspicious. It's also the reviewer's job to examine your emotional and physical state. It's often at this very moment when they may try to play psychological games with you by saying that they know you were lying, so stand your ground. Bonus! When should you not take a polygraph test? In some cases, taking a lie detector test is ill-advised since the results will be distorted or the process itself might negatively affect a person. You should not take a polygraph test if you have heart disease, are pregnant, have a respiratory illness, even the common cold, are epileptic, suffer from general pain, are being forced to take the test against your will. If any of these apply to you, don't be afraid to say no.